0: Chapter 12, meditative reading. So very much like chapter 11. Um, So the, the basic idea is conversation with Christ is provoked by the employment of a book throughout the entire period of meditation. So again, Brother Nathaniel's question, a legitimate one, like in some sense, is this different? And in one way, we would say no, because you're using a text, you're using that to sort of help to spark a conversation but it's the amount that the text is used and the manner that it's used that's different, right? But so otherwise, it's, it's very similar. Um, so meditative reading, instead of the... Uh, blah, 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 blah. So you're using a book. And I loved, the, I, I loved this one. St. Teresa of Avila's faithful disciple, St. Francis of Sales, this is page 67, takes a cue from St. Teresa in one of his extant letters by offering similar advice. Touching meditation... I pray you not to distress yourself if sometimes, and even very often, there's humanity right there. I love Francis de Okay, And even very often, you do not find consolation in it. Go quietly on, with humility and patience, not on this account doing violence to your spirit. Use your books when you find your soul weary. That is to say, read a little and then meditate. Then read again a little and meditate until the end of your half hour. Mother Teresa thus acted in the beginning and said that she found it a very good plan for herself. And I love this last sentence. And since we are speaking in confidence, I will add that I have also tried it myself and found it good for me. Doctor of the church, there you go. So, you know, and I love that, right? So just were we speaking in confidence and then the person published the letter to the entire world. <laughs> but so in any case... But so there, you know, so there it is. Francis de Sales, great teacher in the spiritual life, says, I too uh, find this helpful. And St. Teresa of Avila has found this helpful. And so we ought not to be ashamed if, if at times we, we also might do something um, along these lines. And so just to, to sort of specify, this book kind of touches on three sorts of reading, right? There's three kinds of reading that, that this book sort of speaks of. Obviously, there's, there's other kinds of reading, but it speaks of spiritual reading, which we use to sort of nourish our intellect and, and our understanding, so that when we go to prayer, we have a greater, um, there's a greater richness that we enter into prayer with and understanding, right? That'll be touched on on, on page 115. There's the reading for meditation, which we covered earlier. Meaning, in the normal format of reading something and then setting it aside to help us with the consideration, then there's this chapter. And so, and the basic idea is just what Francis de Sales said you read a little, and that helps you to have that conversation with Christ, right? And one of the things that's highlighted here, and I really want to emphasize this to you, and maybe I've said it before, but often, um, And I I mean, who am I to judge anybody, right? But often, I'm a little perplexed at the books that I see people picking up in the chapel. Uh, And I don't necessarily mean here, but, you know, like somebody's reading a book on apologetics during holy hour. I'm like, I don't know, right? Like, maybe I just don't understand their spiritual life at all. But again, like, we need to be extremely careful the material that we're using Because there's some material, and this is just very clear, as I've directed the spiritual exercises and done different retreats for people, and then just in my own prayer life. I mean, the Gospels have been what fed my prayer life for years, and now the Scriptures in a broader context, for sure. But there's some things that are just more helpful to spur on conversation, to spur on intimacy, more helpful, and obviously the Word of God, right? The Scriptures themselves being the prime thing to allow God to sort of impact us or to spur us on or to provoke us in some way. But just to say, brothers, both with meditation in general, but then this sort of meditative reading, uh, this book says, and and I just would really emphasize it, like we can just waste time in the chapel or just be intellectually kind of uh, stimulated in some way but not allow it to to come to the place of the heart, to lead us into that deeper relationship. So it's necessary that the book employed, this is page 68, be one that is conducive to this conversation with Christ. Not all spiritual books, in fact, says the author in his opinion, very few of them will fit into this category. Right? The New Testament, this guy like St. Alphonsus Liguori, sometimes... I struggle with St. Alphonsus Liguori, but he is a doctor of the church, so, you know, I'm willing to stay in my place. Okay. I find him a little flowery sometimes, a little overly devotional. It's just, well, it's me. The Imitation of Christ, I mean, get ready to you get in the boxing ring with, right, Thomas Akempis. Uh, he's a tough one. But each of these, right, uh, there's certain books that are just more geared towards giving us whatever, for that conversation. And so I do have some books, right, that I find more helpful to just bring me to this place of prayer to be ready to be with the Lord. And that's really what we would be looking for. And of course, like, even the Psalms would be an excellent choice for something like this, right, to just move through a Psalm. And sometimes, particularly when I, I have different struggles, like Psalm 91, Psalm 23, these are just, like, constant, I, just constant go-to's for me, Right. But there could be other ones for you. But just uh, these sorts of this reading, obviously the Gospels could be, New Testament as well, and then just closing the book and then just allowing that to to sort of sit with you for a moment and then to spur you on in conversation in some way, shape, or form. Um, But again, I would just say it's important to distinguish spiritual reading Right? So, like, maybe reading a commentary on the Gospel of John. Very, very beautiful. But for most people, that, that may not be exactly the thing to be reading for meditation. Right? Um, and again, there could be some wiggle room in there, but we just need to be careful. We need to be careful. And... And I'll just quote Father Gabriel of St. Mary Magdalene. I think that's who this is. I don't know what page it is. We must be on our guard, however, not to change meditation into mere reading. Prayer should remain at least meditative reading, during which we pause from time to time to make affections and resolutions. Then reading itself becomes an instrument and aid to our conversation with God. So that's pretty much what I have to say about that. You know, so those are just two, two other things. Any questions, comments? Yeah, it's pretty straightforward, right? It's not, it's not rocket science. But again, simple is good. And these are, these are tried and true measures that, that have been helpful for saints, so we should not quickly dismiss them.